when my sister would be playing Crash Bandicoot and she'd keep dying, I'd go to the bathroom and pretend to pee. But really what I was doing was praying to God that she would do a better job on Crash Bandicoot. Did she blame you if she lost? Only if I made noise. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's your fault. So that's why, hence why I had to sit there so quietly. Like, No, it's familiar <laughs> to me. I remember being blamed for my brother's losses in pretty much every video game as well. My older brother, not my younger brother. My oh, younger yeah, brother absolutely. is better at video games than me. Um, to a frustrating point. <laughs> like, we'll try to play Smash Brothers and I'll do just fine against most people. Then I play him and I just get my ass handed to me on a oh. regular basis. I, I, like most people, I, I lived in a house of like five roommates when I first moved out of my parents' place. And one of my roommates was so unbelievably good at Mario Kart. And my, like, I remember practicing because I was like, I just need to take Craig down one, just one. All I need is one win. It never happened. In a year that I lived in that house, I never got close. God, he was good. And I don't know how. Where's Craig now? Uh, I think he is a successful metal worker, sheet metal worker. He was a delightful roommate. He was uh, okay. He was one of the best roommates I ever had. He was great. Do you think if you took Craig on now, things might be different? No. Do you think he's lost an edge? Because we should do <laughs> a live stream where we invite Craig on and you two just play uh mario kart and i'll i'll do like commentary over it as if i'm like a nascar racer announcer i would love that i mean i would like to say that i think that i would do better now but i know the answer is no i he has two little kids now i think so maybe i could when he was really tired Yeah, he's lost an edge he might yeah. be tired yeah exactly guess what here's a secret he's always really tired <laughs> he's never not tired i speak as a person with two little kids <laughs> So I just got to wait until something like Halloween rolls around and then I really got to like just... Not even. You just have to talk to him after 6 p.m. any day of the week. It's not a Tuesday. And you should be able to take him at Mario Kart now. Uh, I am up uh, as an update. I've got one more floor on this dungeon to finish before we can start this episode. Welcome to the podcast, folks, where we silently watch. Yeah, I'm playing Diablo Immortal. I invited Lexi to our weekly recording and uh, then I told her to wait while I finished what they call a vault run in Diablo Immortal. Yeah, so we're sitting here patiently. Uh, if you play, you know. If you don't, you don't. I'm not going to explain it to you. Because no. you don't want to know. <laughs> Just think of the waste of time that would be. <laughs> um, but I'm doing pretty well, just in case you were curious. Oh, good. Because otherwise, what are we doing here? Um, I will be dead soon, though. We should uh, set a Twitch up. Yeah, I feel like that would just be me, like, dead-faced in my pajamas playing Stardew Valley. Like, oh. I always wanted to be dead-faced in my pajamas. Just zoning out, a little bit of drool. It's Friday night, I'm exhausted, you know. I'm dead. It's over. Oh. Wow. It was bound to happen. It does happen. I apologize. It's very unprofessional, and you know, we pride ourselves on professionalism here as you could have told from our burp wars in one of our last uh episodes so thanks for that so the way we did that one it's not a full proper episode it's like a bonus episode ah uh, well no i mean the other burping oh right we have that our, so often here in our anniversary episode yeah. as well whoops oh, I, never again that was a mistake never again i'm i do apologize for that Ooh, i don't <laughs> i stand it by is it. What it, is. it was fine yeah <laughs> All right, we're here. I'm done. We're doing this.
what do we, uh, yeah, we have to do our playful opening conversation. What have you been playing this week? Ooh, um, I've replayed, I'm starting to play Pikmin 3 again because I was so excited with the Nintendo Direct where they announced finally that they're releasing Pikmin 4 in 2023. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would take this opportunity to replay all of the Pikmin games. I feel like they should push it to 2024. Why? Because it's Pikmin 4. I, I've been waiting for this game for, for, for years. I will I've always take wanted it. to get into Pikmin, but I, I, love I haven't. I haven't been able to. Oh, I just love it. What is it that you love about it? I love that you could play the same level over and over again and go about it any different way. And it's just, I don't know, I find it so endearing, like the little Pikmin running around picking up fruit or different objects and the cute little names that they give to the fruit that because it's just they're aliens on planet earth and they don't know what to call things i don't know it's just it's a delightfully calm game and life can be very chaotic sometimes and i get stressed out in games see i find that game but too for, stressful that's a problem really? i don't like managing all of those little the, the little pickies the little pickies. Ah. it bothers me to have to coordinate them and throw them and tell them what to do i'd rather just control one character no, I love it. I like being able to switch back and forth. I do feel bad when they die because their little ghosts are like, me, 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 me. Yeah. and then they float up into heaven. Yeah, and then it tells up. you at the end of every day how many Pikmin you lost. And oh. some days you're like, it's bad. Yikes. Uh, I like that Olimar was named for Mario. And mm. who's the other one? The second one. Yeah. And then they end up with like three new ones. Yeah. Like Toad, Wario, and Peach in the... In the second game or the third game? That is not what they're called. That is not their names. No, but they're all based off of those characters. Yeah, you have... Which is what I think is cool. Yeah. Like, Olimar was actually supposed to be, like, Oromar, so it was literally Mar- just Mario <laughs> scrambled. Yeah. It's, it's a cute story, and I just... I love that it's continued to grow, and if you've played all three of them so far, um, it's just... It's a delightful little story. So I'm, that's I've just been playing Pikmin 3 again, taking a little break cool. from uh, Cult of the Lamb. What about you? Uh, a lot of Diablo Immortal. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always been a Blizzard fan in spite of their shitty company uh, and the way they treat people. And uh, the games have kind of taken a hit too lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not the same, but I like playing Diablo. So it's fun to have a an iOS Diablo. And then yeah. I've uh, snuck in a little bit of Cult of the Lamb time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both talked about it. It's really fun. Oh, it's great. And that might be it. I love the fan art. Is there fan art? Oh my gosh, yes. I've been looking on Twitter lately and people have been coming up with like cosplay and fan art of Cult of the Lamb and like it's amazing. It's just so incredible what people do. I'm into it. I'd like to work on a video game someday, do some key art or like character design. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think that would be great. I've always thought that I have an idea for a game and John's always like, well, better get to coding because it's going to take a while. <laughs> Does John know how to code? Um, yes. I, I don't know how well. But he's more of a network security guy. Well, tell him to learn how to code for you. <laughs> so you've got the art and creative side handled, and he needs to step up with uh, the coding so you can start your family business. I think he has zero desire to be a game developer. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, hey, if you're out there and you want to be a game developer and you know how to code, uh, you know, the hard part, then hit us up. And yeah. Lexi and I can provide uh, art and creative duties. Yeah. Are you looking for dead weight? Call us. <laughs> we will make your life more difficult. Ooh, but what if the lamb was cuter? <laughs> just just code that in. 
I think based on your decisions, it should have like a fable sort of thing. Did you ever play fable? Oh yeah. I love fable. I played the hell out of those games. So like the darker choices you made, like your lamb gets mangier, but like the, the nicer choices or the nicer sort of cult path you take, the friendlier one. Yeah. You get fluffier and like maybe a little more golden fleece. That would be super. Like the eyes become like more and more cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. And you just get like a little more demonic and mangy if you, if you choose like the darker stuff, like feeding bonuses for feeding your dead followers to each other (laughs) the first time um i played fable and my character was getting fat because i kept giving her beer and cake i was so upset i was just like what the hell is happening and john was like we'll stop drinking so much (laughs) the same thing that happens in real life if all you do is eat cake and drink beer (laughs) i go to games to escape this shit but yeah it was uh I think that's a great idea. That'd be so fun. I want my drinking and cake eating to have no effect on me in video games. If I can't do that stuff without some sort of responsibility in real life, I want to do it in a video game at least. What's the point otherwise? Where it's just as satisfying. Uh, I have no segue. Let's listen to uh, our theme song instead. Do it. Welcome back. This is Dork Matters, the show. Oh, fuck. I forgot what we say. Uh, a dorky podcast for dorks. There we go. That's the new one. That's uh, us. And I am your uh, dad dork host, Ben Rankle. And uh, who's who's here? Um, it's me. It's you. It's me. Are you always here? Yeah, it's me. I'm always here. <laughs> always here. She's starting to devolve into her 1920s reporter. Yeah, she. Yeah. Molly. Oh God. <laughs> Who are you? Oh yeah, it's me, Lexi Hunt. Hey y'all. Our sailor dork. Sailor. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right. Oh my god. Um let's uh let's let's let people figure out what we're talking about if they didn't read the title. Um by you singing. Yeah, but do you know the lyrics? Oh yeah. Uh, oh God! Winning love by moonlight. Something, something by day. No, wait, it's the yeah, other way. Fighting evil by moonlight. By moon. Thank you. Winning love by daylight. daylight. Never, Never backing down from, from a real fight. She, she is, is the one, one named Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. And then there's a sweet guitar solo. Wow. Amazing. I was gonna it's ask so Jess to drop in the theme song, but I don't think we need it. <laughs> I think we got it. That was beautiful. It was perfect. Oh my god, I love that show. Yes, we're talking about Sailor we're Moon. Sailor Moon, pretty guardian Sailor Moon. Yeah. Um, what's the rundown? Give us the what's Sailor Moon for. Oh my god. You, somehow, if you're listening to this and you've never heard of Sailor Moon before, Sailor Moon is the greatest TV show ever ever developed by a human um well i I mean you know what yes and yes it is and And, uh, it's had many iterations yes i mean Um, we're talking about the og like the 1993 well i guess like 92 to 97 
Okay, so that's a, a good a good question here because yep. I wasn't sure. We're not talking about the manga series at all, uh, which uh, is actually where the the TV show is taken from. Yes, uh, like most animes, they come from uh, you know a serialized manga series. Manga. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I I didn't come to Sailor Moon through the manga. I, I came to it through the TV show, which was on YTV back in the day. Yeah, it popped up during the nineties. Yeah. And. Uh, just fell in love with it. It was like the greatest show ever. So it followed um, teenager Serena in the English dubbed version, um, otherwise known as Usagi in the the real versions, I guess you could say. Okay, so heads up, this is going to be just full of spoilers. Spoilers! If you're planning on keeping yourself pure yeah. for Sailor Moon, it's not going to happen. So yeah, no. I'm saying that because I want to talk about the fact that they would call her Serena mm-hmm. in the English version, which is kind of a giveaway on the whole fucking thing, isn't it? It kind of yes, kind of oh yeah, kind of wrecks that that surprise, that mystery that she is in fact the princess of the moon, Serenity. Yes, like the whole show is just asking you to just go with it, like. Oh, I had no idea that Tuxedo Mask and Darian were the same person. Oh, like, come on, people. Is that what he's called in the old English dub, Darian? Yeah, in the English version, he was Darian. What is he in the... Okay, so this is a good time to mention, to talk about this show. I I had to do a little bit of brushing up. I watched a fair bit of Sailor Moon as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, It never really stuck in my brain. I found it pretty confusing. Really? And then going back to watch it as an adult, I still found it kind of confusing. What were you confused about? Ask me your questions. It's not so much um, like questions. It's more just sort of like, who are these people supposed to be? What is the intent? What is the purpose? Um, Like, where do they come from? Where are they going? That sort of thing. (laughs) And like, how much are we supposed to know about these people? So then I watched uh, the newer version, 2015, the like sort of redo uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah. And everything makes sense now. Why? What's the big difference? I suddenly understand oh. it. Um, like, I don't know if it's because I was a kid or like just Pretend, yeah. rewatching it as an adult. I only hit like five or six episodes before I stopped. I didn't have that much time to rewatch. But like, mm-hmm. I never really understood that she wasn't supposed to know that she was the princess of the moon. Oh. That never was a thing that I understood. Um, well, okay. Continue. Yes. It's very clear yes. in Crystal that... She does not know that. She no. is just a sailor scout and they're looking for the princess. I mean, they kind yeah, they allude to it in the original series, but like you have to really suspend belief. Yeah. I found it I found it less less confusing, I guess. And also, you know, I'm just trying to get the plot now too, which is what Sailor uh, Moon Crystal did really well. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll get into it though. We can talk about the version yeah. differences later. I just appreciate that. I feel like I've actually got a better grip. Like I knew she was from the moon. I knew she was the princess of the moon. Yes. I didn't get that. She was like the reincarnated version of that person. I thought she was actually just literally the princess for the moon and had like, no. was living on earth for some reason with parents that I didn't really get it. No, she was always reincarnated. It never oh, made God. sense to me. So, but that's because you had to, okay. So yeah. let's just back it up really quick. I'll do like a quick rundown. So one day, Serena, I'm just going to go with that because that's what I grew up oh. with. Um, Usagi is late for school. We got to call her Usagi. I don't think we can call her Serena. Usagi. Okay. That's fine. So she's late for school. And in the original, like the nineties version, there's these kids beating up a cat. Yes. And so she saves it and that turns into Luna. And Luna is this little dark cat with a little crescent moon on its head who starts talking to her. And of course she's like gobsmacked that this cat is talking and 
the cat convinces her to basically like fight these evil demons. And as the series progresses, she slowly starts to befriend randos Mm -hmm. that turn into the rest of the Sailor Scouts. So she teams up with Sailor Mercury and then Sailor Mars, Sailor Jupiter, and then finally Sailor Venus before we start moving to the outer the outer reaches of the solar system for the next group of um, Sailor Scouts. Now, that didn't really happen in Canada because we only had access to like the first couple seasons where we really only get to know like the inner circle of Scouts. And part of it was because of that. I'm literally just learning now that there's any more than the five Scouts that I'm yes. familiar with. So there is, and this is the fun part. So I didn't know about this until I started collecting the cards because at that time in Canada, which was like early 90s, we didn't have access to the rest of the Sailor Moon franchise the same way. So I have all of my cards here, Ben, that I still collect, that I still, well, I don't still collect them, but I still have them. And my mom... Lies. You still collect these, don't you? I wish I did. I should start up again because like, they're beautiful. Like, hey, look also, at this. great shirt. I just noticed you're wearing your Dork Matter shirt. Yeah, I wore it to work today. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone say anything? Probably um, not. I did. When I pointed it out, because I said, is this workplace appropriate? And my boss started laughing. I do have to attend a press conference in the next little while. And he was like, please don't wear that shirt. <laughs> do it. Tell him he can't tell you what to I wear. I was like... I'm going to put a suit jacket over it and no one will know. Here, You should have been like, here's another man trying to tell women what to wear. I think I won't do it. See, like, look at the quality of those cards. Like, just... Okay, so anyway... Holograms. I, I mean, I, I no shade. I collected, uh, like, hockey cards and Marvel cards when I was that same so age. So, my... I can tell you, the one of the best Christmases of my life... Those are cool. My, I was... my The height of my obsession with Sailor Moon... My mom went to Dragon City Mall and basically went to a store that had Sailor Moon poster in the front window. And she was like, my daughter loves Sailor Moon. What do you have? And she told me that this woman just kept bringing her things. And it was the greatest Christmas of my life because I got so many Sailor Moon cards and I have stickers. Like I have a whole binder here that I made where I drew the different Sailor Scout logos on it in gold pen. I mean, like I have a fan. I could go on. Um, but because of all the cards that she bought me, I was like, holy shit, there's more Sailor Scouts. You're going to need to do a reel, uh, not a reel, like a carousel on oh, yeah. Insta to show oh, off those of course. All that great, great gear that but you have. Because of the cards, I started realizing there was different forms of Sailor Moon. Like she has um, her Sailor Stars outfit, which is different than her original like Sailor Scout outfit. What? And then we come across um, Sailor Uranus or Uranus, um, Sailor Neptune. Sailor Pluto and Sailor Saturn. So there is a Uranus and Nate. Oh, they do show up later. They do show up later, but in the series, Sailor um, Uranus, I'm just going to go with that, looks and dresses like a boy. Uranus. And, but then when they transform into their sailor outfit, they're a girl. And so there's lots of rebranding back in the 90s because it was hinted at that she and Sailor Neptune were in a lesbian relationship and that was really like glossed over and not super cool. And so it took us a while to get there, but it was kind of fun because back in the early nineties, we didn't have access to the internet the same way that we do now. And so I was piecing together bits of the story about how was Sailor Saturn there? And Sailor Saturn is like the most powerful, amazing Sailor Scout ever because she can control time or no sailor pluto can control time but sailor saturn has like a key to like end the universe it was just so cool and i just was making shit up as i went because (laughs) i only knew like tiny bits of the story so you just filled in the blanks as a kid yeah i was just kind of making things up and i love it at this time i had like two or three other friends that love sailor moon and we would basically like 
look at our cards and be like, what do you think this means? And we kind of made up our own little world. All right. So plot wise, I'm just going to do a quick rundown. So do it. Uh, Yasagi's a 14 year old girl in middle school in Tokyo. Um, like you said, she meets the cat one day, finds out she's actually a reincarnated moon princess. Yes. And uh, spends basically the series fighting the evil demons of the dark kingdom uh, controlled by Queen Barrel. Queen Barrel. Um, yes. All while searching for the princess slash the, the crystal, the silver crystal. Um, and trying to, yeah, defeat the evil Dark Kingdom before they are re-killed again like they were in the past. It's kind of like a, a Groundhog Day of sorts, if you will. Yeah, exactly the same as Groundhog Day. <laughs> Every now and again, the Bill Murray-esque character will, will pop on and make some sort of dry, <laughs> witty comments about like... What, what sailor is uh, Bill Murray? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray is probably from what... I, I only know the five. You just blew my mind telling me there's any more. I mean, it makes sense there's more planets, yeah. but... Um, well, and then that's, we're not even counting the English Rini or, uh, let's see, Chibiusa, which was the little pink haired girl. Isn't that like her daughter from the yes. future? Yeah. But that's, and Sailor they Moon's hate each other in the, the show. And it's, I think like, I can't remember exactly. I feel like it was her cousin that comes to stay with them. And then the mind F when you're like, wait, that's her daughter. And then Darian or, oh, what's Darian's real name? Any like. It was so disturbing to find out all of these different facts because it was such a it's such a complicated web of relationships mm-hmm. that as the series went on, you had to also buy the BHSs. <laughs> and then there was, of course, the manga to fill in all the gaps. And so we didn't have all of that here. Eventually, we started getting some of the the movies. But let me tell you, watching those movies, I was like, oh, that's why. Oh. Just gap filling. That sounds uh, enlightening. Oh, amazing. Really, really fixes it all. What are you looking up? I'm just trying to find Darian's real name. It's like... Uh, it's Prince... Mamaru. Mamaru. No, no. Mamaru is his human name. That's not his... Sorry. Yeah. Prince... Mamaru Chiba is his... Yeah. Is his human name. Even at the time, I thought he was a douchebag. Like, e- even in the early 90s when I was a smaller, smaller human, yeah. I thought, this guy sucks. Yeah. Like, he's older than her. Like, ugh go away yeah creepily creepily right? older than her yeah. uh, college to junior high so you've got like a you know, arguably 19 20 year old dude who keeps mm-hmm. running into some 14 15 year old and then really like negging her and sort of grooming her. yeah like he's really rude to her and like makes all these like brutal comments about how she eats too much and she's such a klutz and like why would anyone ever want to be around you and, and then, then it becomes clear that he knows who she is she, yes and so, which is the most fucked right? up part so he knows this is his future wife yes. or his past wife depending on how you know the time whatever flat circle yeah. works but like yeah so he's a humongous piece of shit to her. Absolutely. In that version of it, which is another thing that I now love about Sailor Moon Crystal, yes. is uh, it really does some redemption on Memoro Chiba. Yeah. Uh, he is way less grating, way less of a, I helped you, I saved you, you would have been screwed without me. More, yeah. He's more like encouraging and like, hey, I'm supporting you because I know you're amazing, as opposed to like, fuck, you can't do anything. You're lucky I'm here. <laughs> And then he gets, you know, damseled in distress towards the yeah. end of uh, that first season, which I love. I love that he gets stolen away by Queen Beryl. They definitely do a better redemption of the reboot to really kind of address a lot of those concerns that were first raised by that, like, early 90s. Yeah. 
And he's also in only in high school yeah. in uh, in this version. Less creepy. But and I did text you this and that Prince Endymion. Endymion, thank you, Prince Endymion. Um, I did send you a meme of Sailor Moon that we can post to the to the old Instagram. Did you just send it? No, to No, I me? sent it to you like I don't know a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that explains why I don't remember what it is. But it's the trade off. I will I will agree. I think that Sailor Moon Crystal, the more recent version, does a way better job of addressing some of those concerns. I think it's a far more clear series. I think it's well done. The voice acting in it, though, is horrible. Oh, I really like it. I think it's so bad in comparison to the early one, to the like the early version. Mm-hmm. I think the voice actors from the original series were so strong. I couldn't like if I'm not watching the the show and it's just on in the background. I couldn't tell you who was talking because everybody has the same high pitched voice mm. without any type of like influx, and so I can't really tell who's talking. Whereas the original season each character was so unique like a really deep voice or just a different intonation or a little bit angry like even the character of ray who's sailor mars who's supposed to be like this you know mars is the god of war and so the character of ray um back in the original series she was fiery she was a spitball she was kind of bitchy and she was constantly calling serena out on being lazy yes and yeah not great and then the more recent version, she's just so different that I was like, oh. Wait a minute. Don't tell me you're falling for Tuxedo Mask. What? Don't be ridiculous. I only wanted to thank him for helping us save the passengers. And besides, you're the one who has feelings for him. Isn't that right? Yeah. Wake up, honey. <gasps> Sometimes those feelings are only one-sided. Yeah, she's more like, not flaky's not the right word, but sort of like moony, like she's out there, like yes. spirit land. Luna Lovegood. Yeah, very much yes. more Luna Lovegoody, which is interesting that you mentioned that because Mars was always like, this is be still my heart, my my sailor Yes, in the OG series. Like she's what I was watching for. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the new series, though, it's totally Jupiter. Yes. I am the pretty guardian who fights for love and for courage. you with regret it'll leave you numb my my she-hulk my she-hulk uh sailor scout i loved sailor jupiter so much she was my favorite oh amazing yeah she uh she's coming up sailor jupiter maybe they wanted to take some of that like women treating each other like shit thing out of it which i i like chilling chilling the harsh buzz i just wish that the voice acting was a little more very i don't know maybe i'm just colored to like have an inclination towards enjoying it because uh what's his name one of the one of the uh kings dark kings is voiced by liam o'brien and i'm a big critical role mm-hmm. fan so as soon as i noticed his voice yeah. i'm like i love it the stars see all the stars know all ah, orpheus and myra has begun to play a plaintive melody on his heart he selected my next target it's weird though. Once you've become a fan of Critical Role, you can't watch any anime yeah. or like video games now without noticing. Uh, oh, there's there's Marisha. There's Matt. Okay. Oh, Laura Bailey just popped up. Travis Willingham doing his gruff voice. Yeah. John does the same thing. Like I'll be watching something and he'll like poke his head around the corner and be like, "Do you know who that is?" Like I'm assuming they're from Critical Role. Yeah. I'm gonna. We're gonna someday convince John to come on the show so we can do a Critical Role episode. He'll just be like, "I enjoy it." <laughs> like that'll be that's it. great he'll <laughs> be like uh corbin dallas from the fifth element absolutely that would be yeah that is it like yes corbin, my man corbin, corbin, corbin. <laughs> you fan, you fan green? yes 
I rewatched that movie recently, and God, I, I love just, Fifth Element. It's, it's been so like a, a favorite of mine since I was a kid. I love it. Yeah, never gets old. Are you man or woman? Uh, negative. I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I think they don't ask him his gender. They ask if he's human. Yeah, are you or human or, or alien? I don't know. Oh God, that's a great. I'm joke. a meat popsicle. Yes, yeah, so there's good. so many things about that. I know we're going on a bit of a tangent, but just I love his apartment. And how he can just like press the bed and then it oh, refreshes so and it's, oh, so it's amazing. Good. I wanted an apartment like that. Is that that's uh, Luke Besson did that mm-hmm. one, and also did the much less lauded, uh, more recent film Valerian. Oh, based off the comics. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. It definitely doesn't have the same sort of kinetic energy that the Fifth Element has. Yeah, or aesthetic, strong aesthetic. I mean, Moebius lent. Uh, his skills to the fifth element as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why you get some really strong designs like the Mando Shaw wins. But even I, I'm a big fan of um, as much live action as possible. And I think it just adds so much to a piece versus going like full CGI on things. Yeah. So sometimes uh, I just kind of feel like. I feel mm. like it's a movie that never needs to be remade. Like it still holds up. It looks yeah. good. And speaking of live action though, they did apparently do a Sailor Moon live action at some point. Did you watch it? Yes, they did. I watched a couple episodes on YouTube. I found them terrible, but um, I appreciate the the effort for it. It was, it was like watching Full House. But with a Sailor Moon kick to it. Was there like a laugh track? I don't recall there being a laugh track, no. Did the uncles come in and be like, cut it out? <laughs> <laughs> Did one of them have a creepy puppet? Um, yeah. No. Constantly doing bullwinkle voices. <laughs> hey, there you go. That was, that was really good. Oh, I can do a good, I can do a good bullwinkle. Can you do, okay, do it. All right, all right. <clears throat> I'm on the spot now. Hey, Rocky, you want to see me pull a rabbit out of my head? Oh, Bullwinkle, that trick never works. Nothing in my sleeve. Presto. That was really good. Thank you, thank you. Good job. That was great. Uh, yeah, I have a brother named Rock, and I have an older brother whose nickname was Bo, and uh, uh, we are named, last named Rankle, so I would call them Rocky and Bo That's Rankle. amazing. That is uh, Yeah, and that led to me doing that voice. Well, I don't think you had a choice. To everyone's pleasure, I'm certain, for 30-some years. <laughs> and it ain't stopping now. Um, can I just say, like, one of the things that I love about Sailor Moon is the is the spread, the cultural impact that it's had. Um, and sure. when yeah. I first started listening to Lizzo, I was like, yeah, you know, good. But then I saw a performance where she was dressed up and her dancers, they were all dressed up as different sailor scouts. We're going to have to link this in the show notes. Oh my, it's amazing. And then she's playing the flute. I want to watch and it. I've seen a couple interviews with her where she talks about being a band geek who loves Sailor Moon. Just going to oh. cue this up on my phone for afterwards. She, I'm recording. Like, I loved, I really enjoyed the music, but that I was just like an ally. Yes, fellow band slash Sailor Moon dork. I will support you until the end of time. Um, and then I'd also like to give a shout out to one of my most favorite cosplayers who is on um, Twitter and Instagram, just because like her Sailor um, Scout cosplay is unbelievable. I would say it's the best. So it's Jahara Jade. If you've never seen uh, her cosplay before, her Sailor Mercury, all the Sailor Scouts are just absolutely breathtaking we will link that in the show notes as well assuming lexi sends me a link to it her twitter she also does she's on twitch and does lots of cool things and plays lots of final fantasy so we like her 
Cool. But I just, I love the fact that Sailor Moon is something that kind of (laughs) unites all of us dorks across the world. It is something that I remember enjoying. And the more I watched of it, the more I realized that I had watched a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Of course you had. Like it kind of dropped out of my brain. I mean, I used to remember like vividly drawing it in school with like this other uh, girl in one of my schools that was also, you know, the art one. Yeah. And we'd sit together and draw Sailor Scouts. Oh, yeah. It was a blast. I also remember the pervasive rumor when I was a kid, which was that in the original Japanese version, when the girls did their transformation, mm. they were all naked. Well, I did give that illusion. It was a little bit of like Final Fantasy uh, ten two. It's just one of those funny like like urban myths for kids on the playground. Like, you can see their boobies. <laughs> well, there was a bit of an outline of a boob. Was there? Is there a nipple outline? Because I feel like without a nipple outline... I wouldn't say that there was a nipple. It was just, it was boobular. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's just a contour. contour. Yeah. yeah. They no. weren't naked. It's just a dumb thing that little kids <laughs> on the playground were like, man, nude. And then you'd spend your half an hour that you got allotted on your uh, internet time back in the 90s <laughs> before your parents had to start paying like $3,000 a megabyte. Yeah. Uh, trying to find a JPEG. My mom would always be like, it's time for me to call grandma. Get off the computer. <laughs> like, But you don't want to talk to grandma. No, You're just you just want me off, off the, the computer. Because <laughs> I'm looking at Sailor Moon cards. N- I started um, a Neo City site just for my Sailor Moon cards and I would scan them. Nice. And I started teaching myself how to program tiny little characters of Sailor Moon. Wait, is Neo Cities different than Geo Cities? No, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Did Geo- you just mix up <gasps> Neo Pets and Geo Cities? I did. Yes. Neo Cities. It's a Geo. It's a, it's Geo- a Neo Pet Geo City. I had Neo Pets as well. Who did it? So did I. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I might have been a little too old for Neo Pets, but it didn't stop. Me. I definitely remember it was like <laughs> I had forgotten that I had them, and then I went back and checked on them, and a lot of them were sick. They're dead. They were almost like dead, and I felt real guilty about that. Yeah. They Um, got what they got. Yeah. Do you want to explain to the people, to the youngins out there, what Neopets and GeoCity were? (laughs) GeoCities was just like free websites that you could make. Um, You got like, I don't know, maybe 100 megabytes or something that you could use. You could put like three spinning GIFs, and uh, otherwise your, your site would crash. Maybe one MIDI audio file. And most of the time you used it to uh, create a fan page about some sort of thing that you were into, Final Fantasy, Sailor Moon. Uh, And then you'd create a web ring, uh, which is where you would link to all your friends' cool websites about the same topic. Yes, you would. And then you would all be very cool together. Neopets Uh were cool digital pets that you could play with online and do games and stuff and take care of and then also like get outfits for your own little avatar yeah it was super cute yeah it was sort of sort of pokemon-esque in a way it was like if tamagotchi and pokemon had a little baby that became a browser game yeah (laughs) that your parents became very concerned that you were actually addicted to some type of gambling online And this wasn't even the early ages of the internet (laughs) at this point neopets you're like middle age internet it's like the middle era oh yeah everybody had internet at that point and uh you know you could you could do some stuff we'd we'd get kazaa or limewire yeah download things play neopets This has been old people talking about the internet. Uh, I think it's time for us to take a break and do our favorite part of the show, which is Who's That Pokemon? Pokemon? 
if you don't mind, yeah. I, uh, I might take a swing at this Do today if, yes. if you're cool with it. I think I have a guess. Um, okay, you can? Okay. Uh, it is a sort of a jagged sort of spear. Uh-huh. And then off of the jagged sort of spear toward the bottom, there's uh, sort of like some protrusions out that sort of bump. Okay. And then uh, that's sort of the silhouette. And it's not a Pokemon. It is not a Pokemon, no. Um, is it dark in color? Um, no. 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 Is it one of the cats? Is it Artemis the cat? Oh. From Sailor no, Moon? No, good guess, but no. Oh, okay. Is it in the Sailor Moon family? I uh, think more sphere with like ovals at the bottom. Oh, I'm guessing it's going to be like a, a monster, mm. a demon from Sailor Moon. Mm. Is it, I'm blanking. I don't know. Can you give me another hint or is it, is it going to? Yeah. Uh, so if we go away from just the silhouette, um, the upper sort of jagged ball part is a different color than the lower oval sort of bumpy part. And then there's two more, uh, circles on the inside of the jagged circle. Is it, is it her locket? Is it Sailor Moon's little locket? No, that's a cool guess though. <gasps> I like that. She's got a pretty sweet locket. Whatever. Yeah. It's a good locket. It gives her superpowers. Okay. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm blanking. Yeah. What is it? It's Jub Jub from Neopets. That's a good one. It's my favorite one. Uh, that's why I had to hesitate when you asked what color it is, because you could, as you recall, uh, well, yes. get different colored Neopets. They weren't, you know, all the same <gasps> for each species. I forgot about all of those different ones. I'm just looking at them right yeah. now. Now, yeah, there's Mirka. I remember Mirka, Loop, Lupe. I had Aisha. Flotsam. And you had Aisha. Which one's Aisha? Isn't that a song? The kitty cat with the big ears. And then I remember it had like a dragon. Aisha. Blumaro, Blumaru. I had Blumaru. Jub uh, Jub. Yeah. Elefante. Oh yeah. I had Eerie or Irie. God. Grundo was my favorite because it was an alien. I was all about aliens back in the day. Corbat. Yeah. Ah, oh, gosh. Good ones. Good. Oh, that's what I had. I had Scorcho. Scorcho. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I had a red Scorcho. Anyway. Yeah. Perfect. It's Jub Jub. Da na na na. Who's that Pokemon? We're back. Another stellar installment of who's that pokemon oh if you could see sailor moon now would you want how would you want to see do you want to see like a revamp of comics or manga would you want to see like a video game movies what how what's your next goal for the franchise uh wow that's a big question none I, I would want things. to finish watching. Uh, <laughs> I want to finish watching uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, which I'm going to do. Yes. It's still queued up, uh, and I'd probably I'm thinking already about doing it, but I'll probably dip into the manga at some point and try to start reading that. Yeah, see what it's like there. Absolutely. Um, I, I've done the same thing. I got really into One Piece recently, uh, the anime, and I went and <laughs> ordered some box sets of the of the manga because I want to read it that way. I heard it was really good. That's a good, yeah, I think that that's a great goal. I don't need any new new Sailor Moon um, stuff. Like, I'm sure they'll still make more. I'll, I'll get to it. I don't have any, like, personal desire, though. How about you? Um, I want to rewatch all of it, like, the original, and then, like, go through, like, Crystal and all, like, the new revamps and everything as well. And then um, hit up some of the, uh, the manga, if possible. But you know what I really want to do is get back into the Sailor Moon fan art. Is just do some real mm. solid geeking out 
over my love of Sailor Saturn and Sailor Pluto and just like really you should. get into it. I guess you're doing the you're doing the cover art for this yeah, episode, huh? I'm gonna do it. But cool. um I know I think we've we've talked about this really oh. briefly in the past. What I think that what's his name? Adam Tots, who's the former BuzzFeed um animator and illustrator who now just does his own thing on Instagram and Twitter. He, I think is a big fan of Sailor Moon because he has so many Sailor Moon comics that he does that are really good because there's one that I really relate to where he's pretending to be Sailor Mercury in the pool and like doing splashes of water. And I was just like, Oh yes, I read that one. Yeah. I think you sent me that. I, one. I relate to that very, very deeply <laughs> or lighting the match as Sailor Mars. <laughs> that made me think of my favorite <laughs> Sailor Moon artist, which is Babs Tar. I think oh, I sent Babs you uh, a link to her oh, yeah. Instagram. She draws like these really cool modern yes. Sailor Scouts that I'm super about. They're really like really cool looking. I like to see the revamp of Sailor Scouts in different formats. I, I like to see like the different body forms. I like to see folks of color taking the characters and making them their own. I just, I love to see all the different ways that we can represent Sailor Scouts. And I just think that the fan art and the cosplay makes it almost better. Like I almost want to just delve deeper into that than the actual, just <laughs> the actual the franchise. Yeah. Cause it's just so cool. That's fair. Uh, I realize what I want now that you've said that is I would love to do a like, Pen and paper, tabletop RPG, Sailor Moon. Ooh, I would be good. so dope. Yes, that's a great idea. Like roll a scout. Ah, I love it. Play our own sort of version of the story. That'd be so wicked. Can we do that? I don't know. Can we? We'd yes, have to we find can. a system to do it in and somebody to DM it for us. But yeah. D&D meets Sailor Moon. That's like my dream. I wouldn't even use d and I'd probably use a different system. Whatever. Like, Let's uh, do it. What's it called? <gasps> Lasers and whatever. Yes. Can we please do Listen, that? Cool. Yes. Let's find a way. We it. can We can do a special episode. <gasps> I'm so excited about that. We can do a special episode at some point in the future. That's just going to be us playing uh, some sort of story of mm-hmm. uh, Sailor Moon. Our own version of Sailor Moon. It won't be like the anime version. We'll have no. our own scouts and shit. And yes, I will be playing a sexy junior high girl, (laughs) as I've always felt like I was. I'm just excited to build the characters. That's one of the great things about RPGs. You just, you be who you want to be. You want to be a little cat person with pink hair and ears? You go for it. I do. I never understand the desire of people playing fantasy games or like space games to be human. Yeah. I'm just like, you can, you are human. It's not that much fun. Be a fucking space elf. Be a furry be a gelatinous cube be something something a little bit different yeah be a human so boring well i'm a human who can fight well i guess what a great fantasy i'm a human who can walk slightly faster than i do right now perfect love it oh i'm excited for this this is gonna be great Yeah, we gotta find a way to do it hey if you're out there and you have like we said that and you're just like yes i know how to do this i want to run this game uh send us an email yes uh everyone at dorkmatterspodcast.com that's it uh would love to collaborate maybe i'll reach out to some dms out there and see if anyone's interested in working on that like some big name ones that i'll be like i'll pay you money yeah we would love that that would be amazing I'm so excited. Okay, for so on rewatching, some things I wanted to talk uh-huh. about were like I forgot how fucking scary the monsters are. So this is one place where where um, oh they're terrifying. Crystal does not have the edge because it jumps ahead so much. Like it cuts out all the yes. sort of monster of the week episodes. Oh, we could use monster of the week to play it. 
Yes, and that was so Monster good. of the Week would work perfectly. Oh, um, Monster of the Week, yes. Yeah, so the monsters are terrifying. They're awful. They're hideous. They're and and there's something really cool about that because you don't get a lot of feminine monsters in in fantasy yep. and sci-fi and storytelling. Like you don't get that a whole lot. Um, or if you do, it's it's really in a derogatory sort of misogynistic way where it's is yeah. trying to talk down to women or some sort of quality of women. So these are just Mm-hmm. women are everything in this so they get to be just monstrous it's cool like i like them because it, it was almost like the moral of the week like don't be mm-hmm. um you know don't have envy about jewelry because then there's going to be like a monster that sucks the energy of the women and turns them into yeah. these like vapid whores oh you you want to listen to radio romance <laughs> well too bad for you maybe you should be studying instead so there's some really questionable oh, yes. lessons of the week in those original uh, in the original series. I'm just looking for my favorite one. Okay, it was Dream Dolly, where it was like this kind of um, demonic sex doll type thing. Perfect. Love and it. And just so creepy. Just so creepy. They were scary. What was the lesson of um, that week? I don't remember. I just remember her being... Okay, um, it was a Nega monster sent by Jedite, who also, when I was doing my jewelry degree... I was really good at the um, learning of stones and gemstones because of Sailor Moon, because all of the different bad people oh. were named after different types of stones. So Jedite um, was sent out um, the dolly to gather energy for the Negaverse. She comes on Sailor Moon episode eight, Nightmare in Dreamland. Cool. I'm going to keep watching. You raised an interesting point for me there, which was... Um, jewelry? Jewelry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me think, like, uh, I mean... It's probably obvious to other people, but uh, Steven Universe, all the gemstones and, and characters, I wonder if that's very much inspired by... I think so. I think Sailor Moon Sailor has a Moon really far-reaching like... influence on a lot of pop culture that people maybe don't realize. Mm-hmm. But even, maybe it goes back to just, even like, uh, I'm just thinking of... I love Sa- Steven Universe, by the way. Like, one of my favorite series I, ever yeah, made of anything. Yeah, I think you said that before, that you really like that show. I can't say that I've ever really gotten into it. That's so good. I, it is a... There's one song in it about relationships from... Uh, God, why do I always forget all the words when I want to record a podcast? Thing with the stuff and the people. Come at me without any of your fancy tools. Let's go, just me and you. Let's go, just one on two. Go ahead and try and hit me if you're able. Can't you see that my relationship is able? Yeah. There's just, I've cried at that show, Steven Universe. I've cried watching it and just. There you go. Evokes an emotional response, Um, no joke. I was just going to say that I think like Power Rangers and shows like that had such a massive impact. Sure, yeah. Steven Universe has so many different references. I just looked up a quick list. Sailor Moon is constantly referenced in Steven Universe as well as many other manga, Justice League, Price is Right, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I mean, it makes sense. It's it's culturally prevalent as as other things, oh, yeah. but maybe derided a bit as a female centric yeah. sort of show, and so you don't get the same. Like everybody talks about the cultural impact of something like Dragon Ball, but Sailor Moon oh, yeah. was there. Sailor Moon was doing that work. Well, and of course, like uh, oh, even Gravity Falls, The Simpsons, Totally Spies. Like, of course, it's Gravity Falls is another great piece of animation. We need to do I an animated love series episode. Gravity Falls, yes. So we can talk about well, even like adult animation. Yeah, because I feel like uh, or crossover. We talk about like the Rick and Morty. Well, because like yeah. Gravity Falls is like kids, but it's also crossover. Like it's uh, same. I think mm-hmm. uh, with Adventure Time and with uh, Steven Universe, yeah. they're they're all. And then you get like an animated special, like Over the Garden Wall. Oh yeah. 
which is just like such a wild limited series the history of animation in canada too and how it was i think kind of ingrained in us because we had um, national film board of canada and we had to watch so many quick little vignettes of cartoons and animations on our <laughs> daily cbc watching mm-hmm. walk log drivers waltz just plays in my head at all times if i am in a car by myself i'm just like do 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 like it just it's the cat came back cat for came me. back was good too or black flies because i was animated by the same like group that did the the cat came back animated nfb yeah there was a a short uh, film from NFB called Walking, and I can't remember the animator. They actually made a short documentary about him that won an Oscar because uh, Ryan something or other. It's going to drive me crazy, so I'm just going to Google it, Jess. Ryan Larkin, I want to say. Yeah, Ryan Larkin um, did this animation called Walking, and it's beautiful. It's just different people walking and running and moving. And I know it sounds super boring, but if ever you watch it, like it's a gorgeous <laughs> animation. It's beautiful art. Uh, it makes me think of that one about the uh, like the parable of the jacket and uh, the the guys walking and the wind and the sun like like try to like make a bet about who can make this guy take off his jacket. Mm. And the wind like spends all its energy like blowing, trying to blow this guy's jacket off, and he just holds it tighter and tighter. Yeah. And then the sun shines brightly. I just remember that animation all the time. It was so cool. And that's, I think there's those little moments of animation. Like, I couldn't tell you specifically about every single episode of Sailor Moon, but I just remember, like, the transformation and the poses. Like, they were just yeah. beautifully done. Um, the color palettes in, in, oh, yeah. in the original, especially, but, like, Crystal obviously takes it from that. But the original yeah. is just, like, beautiful color palette. Yeah, very saturated and... And, you know, I read an interview um, with the original creator of the Sailor Moon characters, and she talked about how she was really lonely, and she created the characters that she wishes that she was friends with. And I thought that summed up how I felt about the show, because, as I think I've mentioned before, I was a bit of a weird little kid, and I didn't have any friends, but I did have Sailor Moon, and Sailor Moon helped me to make, like, two or three friends. And I always felt like they were my friends. And that's how I learned social skills sometimes was like, ah. So when Ray told Serena off for being a crybaby, that's a good lesson for me to not be a crybaby and to like suck it up sometimes. Baby, oh, that's a problematic lesson. I know. Uh, That might not be the right way to deal with emotions or emotionality. Um, which actually brings me to a point that I wanted to talk about, which is how in a number of different situations, specifically where uh, Yasagi learns about her like sonic powers, crying oh, yeah. literally saves the day for her being yes. a crybaby. I don't think that happens in the original version. That's more of a uh, crystal, isn't it? So if it's from crystal, then it must be an, uh, like a, a manga thing because I think it hues yeah. closer to the manga than the anime yeah, did originally. I think so. yeah. um, I just love that moment. She cries and it literally solves her problems. I think that the original... Actually, no, there is a scene like that in the original as well where crying solves something for her, yeah. They were pretty brutal to her. They were basically calling her like a fat pig crybaby the entire original series. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, uh, it's very problematic. Oh, it's so um, mean. Yeah, learn how to be thin, fat phobic episode where, yeah, like, I'm like, is there a lesson here? Like, at one point they're like, don't worry about being thin, but also don't be fat. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's calm so down, cool. like... 
I get that it's from a time and place that is not our time and place. Like, I don't know, but it's still bullshit. It was bullshit then. It's bullshit now. Uh, the males are so fucking creepy in the OG. Yeah, uh, yeah they are. Um, just like, what's his name? The otaku guy who's just like constantly taking upskirts of women in the show and like yes. the teacher and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, this brutal. is gross. Like, how are you supposed to rewatch that? Yeah. And think like, oh, this is this is okay. Like, no, yeah. it's I get the uh, the quote of of all my OG episodes that I watched, which is from Jadeite as well, which is ah the young and succulent energy of girls. <laughs> That's from that health episode <laughs> where oh, yeah, they when start where they open out. the gym, yeah. yeah, and like they go into these like tanning beds that actually just suck the energy out of them. I mean, like, what's the lesson there? It's very contradictory. They're literally telling people like not to be vapid, but also at the same time. All the characters don't are like, be fat. Yeah, don't eat so much. Don't be fat. And I was like, this is fucking confusing. Yeah, what are you supposed to take from this? It is. Yeah, it is. It's really. But I feel like that's also being a young person is a very contradictory. Period. Like adolescence is such a difficult time because there is no. They can't win. Like think for yourself, but also do what I tell you to develop a personality, but not too much of a personality that makes you like a target and. It is super mm-hmm. hard for them. So I think that that just made things even worse back then. Just really leaned into it. Decide what you want and what you're going to be for the rest of your life. But also don't blow your childhood. Yeah. Enjoy it. Make friends. A lot of things that I like about Asagi as a character is that she gets some of the traditionally sort of like male um, anime yeah. like tropes. Uh, she gets to be the hungry, sleepy and kind of uh, dumb character. And I've been <laughs> watching a lot of anime and like that's kind of what you get with your your main character for anime uh, from the males traditionally, yeah. but I hadn't, I hadn't remembered that that was also what she gets to be in that. And I like that. I like that. She isn't like, Oh, perfect. She's obviously supposed to be pretty and stuff, but like, yeah, she's dumb. She's terrible at school. She's hungry yeah. all the time. She's sleepy constantly, like just worn out. She sucks at school. She's yeah. And that was one of the things that I loved about it. Cause when sailor Venus or sailor V is, so imperfect oh, like absolute like a- anti-hero like everything about her like and especially like in crystal i think on the very first episode her mom kicks her out of the house for being dumb oh it's almost shot for shot the same it, it in, is in right the OG and and crystal for the first episode yeah she gets that yeah. same scene where she <laughs> fails her math test and gets kicked out of the house but like when sailor v is first introduced and everyone's like oh she's got to be like the actual like sailor moon or she's going to be like the the queen reincarnate she's the princess yeah and it isn't it's actually serena and people think that this absolute perfect movie star who embodies what a princess is supposed to be and it's actually like serena who's stuffing her face with noodles in the corner i just love yeah, it it's kind of subversive in its own way yeah that's pretty cool i love sailor moon <laughs> it's such a, a great, great show, show. Well, thanks for uh, getting us here. I think we have a few more things we need to do before we wrap okay. up. Um, in the least creepy way, we have to pick the hottest sailor. Who is the best? Look at even like, look at the size of the cards, like a chibi. I have so many. Who's that? Is that chibi? Which one? Neptune? Uh, Uranus. Uranus. Oh. 95. Yes, I see. It's from 1995. Gotcha. I can show you a drawing that my friend made for me of, huh? Look at that. Hey. Sorry. Um, who is the best or the, the best looking or just the best overall? Or just like our pick. But I guess we kind of covered that already. In the original the original series when I watched it, it was definitely Mars for me. I like a, uh, a kind of put you in your place character. Uh, but I also like a big, strong woman. And uh, Jupiter fills that role. 
pretty well. I would say from like the inner scouts, Sailor Jupiter, from the full spectrum of scouts, it's a toss up for me between Sailor Saturn and Sailor Pluto. I have to get more familiar with them. I'm uh Okay, supporting cast, males, who's the best? Oh, Artemis, the cat. <laughs> the rest of them are all pretty terrible. The rest of them are all pretty awful. Although to be fair, the the Dark Kingdom kings are obviously brainwashed like partners of the of the Sailor Scouts from reincarnated. I do like the outfits of some of the evil male villains that kind of look like sexy Irish dancers with like the V cuts. They're very and then, like a little headband. Like oh, very okay. I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the Dark Kings, whatever, Jadeite, etc. Yeah. <laughs> I forget the other three guys' names, but they're all in sort of like faux military gear. Yeah. I do like the kind of femboy gender fluid nature of some of the characters too yeah that you get from anime in general yeah i just love that in general but yeah i think um if we're picking a male character i'm going with artemis okay or serena's little brother okay so (laughs) one sure okay that's a little weird but all right whatever whatever. Uh, you pick the cat no no, as like as a fun character because he's like constantly calling her up God, no, <laughs> no. I want to take that back about the cat as well, if that's possible. I would like to take no, that off the, the table. Cat. That's fine. You're no. a furry. Um, so this is actually an important question for me, though, is like, what is up with her human family? They're not reincarnated. Only she is reincarnated. No. Yes. And her her little daughter. Right. They, I don't think they ever really explain that. I think at one point she kind of has like a moment where she's thinking about her mom is her adopted mom, but I'm not sure if I just made that up with all my fan fiction. Yeah. Cause it's not like there's so much reincarnated as they are like literally like, it's almost like memory being flashed over top of somebody else's hard drive. Like, yeah. Like Yasagi's gone, except that she still identifies as Yasagi. So that's, that's kind of weird. I would feel bad for her. But then she starts calling herself Serenity and stuff. It's, it's a lot it's of strange. weird identity things going on there. But uh, yeah, they don't really unpack the family as much as... Well, maybe in the manga, they do a better job of it because it is confusing. Mm-hmm. But we're only talking about the animated series. Yes, we're only talking about that. So we don't know. Um, I was going to ask why Tuxedo Mask sucks so much. But honestly, after Crystal, I feel like... Redemption. It was just the depiction yeah. in the original <laughs> animation that, that sucked. And he's terrible. Uh, I mean, why doesn't he suck? He's terrible in basically every way in that original anime. Um, yeah, he's brutal in the first one. Oh my gosh! But yeah, it really comes around in this in the in the Crystal version. I never watched Super S. Did you or whatever it's called, Sailor Moon S or Super S? Uh, yeah, there's a couple different series, a couple different. Because um, that's not like a new series; that's a continuation of the original. Yeah, it's a continuation. Okay. Yeah, I did, and he gets. When I say he gets a little bit better, I mean. He's still shit pile. Yeah. He's not great, no. but I mean, he's slightly less abusive as they go <laughs> That's on. That's all we're looking for. Slightly less abusive. <laughs> yeah. She's a literal moon princess reincarnated and she still has to deal with that. <laughs> and it just, it really, it set me up, I think in a good way for just being like, I love this show. I would never let a man treat me that way though. Good. Like, yeah. Throwing fucking roses at me and telling me he helped. Yes. After after you've done all of the fight, he just like flicks a flower petal. You're welcome. I'm out. Yeah. Come on. Thanks for sticking around. Douchebag. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Sailor Moon before we roll out? Um, I love it so much. I love the cosplay. <laughs> the cards are pretty and sparkly. I I wish that I still had more cards. Um, Sailor Moon, I love you. Bye. That's all I got.
She is the one called Sailor Moon. She is the one. Sailor Moon. Sassy. She always does that. Oh, you have to do your pose. Oh, the finger thing. Wait. Okay. One more thing. What Sailor Scout? Okay. What would your Sailor Scout, your Sailor Sona be? Sailor Sona? Yeah. Well, like, like which of the planets? No. Yeah. I mean, pick a planet. What would you transform into? What would you become? What a would sailor. your power be? What are you talking? Oh. What would your persona be? Going home early. <laughs> Going home. <laughs> be... Quietly ducking out at the back of the party. <laughs> I'd be the grumpy one. I'd be closer to original anime. <laughs> original. Um, I'd love to say that my persona would be like Sailor Jupiter, but it, it would be more like Amy Sailor Mercury of just like the quiet, meek little like, no, no, I'll just stand back here. <laughs> and then it would be like flicking cards at people, like like Gambit. <laughs> Get out of here. That's what my... It's perfect. My, I'd flick my Sailor Moon cards at people, but then I would quickly run over and take them back Pick because them they're yeah, very precious there. to me. They're one of a kind. Those are collector's <laughs> items. Those are very special. Thank you for joining us to chat about Sailor Moon. Uh, if you've got any Sailor thoughts that you want to share with us, uh, you can find us on Instagram or Twitter at some form of at Dork Matters or Dork Matters Podcast, uh, or send us an email, everyone at dorkmatterspodcast.com. And uh, yeah, until next time, dork, 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 dork. dork. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating, and tell your friends about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Siksika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Nation Region 3.